In the morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ, welcome once again, or for the first time, to St. Mark Bemidji's podcast, a humble audio offering, a way to study God's Word at home or on your way. Today, we have a special treat. Today's meditation is a sermon from the funeral of Barb, one of St. Mark's longtime members. Wait a second. Don't skip this podcast. You're probably thinking to yourself, I have enough depressing things to listen to on AM radio or CNN or Fox or whatever flavor of news you like to listen to. A Christian funeral, it isn't a time for mourning. It's a time for celebration. For a funeral service is a victory service. In a way, it's like seeing your kid brother or sister graduate, knowing that they're off to college. Except, it's not their accomplishment. Jesus hands them their certificate of eternal life and freedom from sin and pain forever, earned by Jesus. Yep, we're going to miss them here on earth, but it's not a goodbye forever. We too will join them around the throne of God when we die as well. And there's one more awesome bit about a Christian funeral, and that's the witness opportunity it provides. I've attended a number of funerals in my time, and there are people who will attend a funeral of a loved one who swore they would never cross the threshold of a church. They get to hear the words of life from a servant of God for a good 20 or 30 minutes. Who knows what the Spirit will do with that for those who have yet to be saved. So yes, I do cry at funerals, but it's not because I'm sad. It's because I'm so powerfully moved by the Word of God and the effects that it had for the one who has gone on and for those it will continue to move closer to God. I hope you are equally moved by the Spirit through the words of today's meditation. Friends and family of Our sister in the faith, Barbara, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, we gather here today for a celebration of life, not the life right now, but a promise made by God of life forever in heaven. A promise that we find in Barb's confirmation verse. Be faithful, even to the point of death, And I will give you life as your victor's crown. Something to be said for a promise made and kept. It's pretty easily recognizable. Friend to friend, sibling to sibling, or spouse to spouse. When a promise is made and followed through on, what does it do? It strengthens the relationship, doesn't it? increases trust between uh, the two people that are involved. And that's really what we are here today to do, is to celebrate a promise made and a promise kept. And this promise is not one that is just merely made between two people or from one person to another. It's not a two-way agreement between two business associates or even two family members. This is a promise that is made from God Almighty, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the One that called everything into being. A promise that He made to you and I. This is a promise in these very words of Barb's confirmation verse 
Be faithful even to the point of death and I will give you life as your victor's crown. This is a promise from Jesus to us. A promise from Jesus to Barb. It's a promise that's symbolized here in, in church by this Paschal candle. I don't know how many of you know the meaning of that, but it's a, it's a, it's a candle that is, is made purely out of 100% beer, uh, beeswax to symbolize the purity of Christ Jesus. It's a candle that's lit only a few times during the year. It's a candle that's lit on Easter during the Easter season to remind us of Jesus being the light of the world and shining forth from the broken tomb. It's, lit in at it's, it's lighted at baptisms and at funerals. Kind of as a bookend. A reminder that there was a promise once made in the waters of baptism. And now today we are here to celebrate that promise being kept completely. That from the waters of Barb's baptism until the very moment that she died, every single day of her life, no matter what it was, through sadness or happiness or joy or sorrow, every single day was a day lived in Christ. Not because of some great or wonderful thing that Barb did. It wasn't because, I'm sure many of, uh, of us as we were just gathering out there were talking about how uh, accomplished she was, how bright or intelligent uh, uh, Barb, Barb was, how her life was, how she was gifted in mathematics, music. But that's not why God made a promise to her. In her heart of hearts, Barb was a sinner just like you and I. She had a sinful nature just like us. She too had been dashed on the rocks of temptation and sin by the devil, no less than anyone in this room, myself included. And I know that sometimes at a funeral it's uh, sometimes frowned upon or causes the ire of people in the pews to speak of the deceased uh, like, uh, uh, or to call the deceased a sinner. But she was. Why did Barb come to church? When I preached and had the opportunity to preach at her mother's funeral, the title of the sermon was Sally's Hope. Her mom taught her the exact same faith and the same hope that, that Barb clung to. That we are imperfect people. That we are sinners. We sin in thought, word, and deed every single day. Our promises made to one another or our promises made to God falter and fade. They're fickle and they change based on how we feel that particular day. Now, Why did Barb come to church? It's because she knew that she was full of broken promises. Those she made to other people. Those she would made to God in her heart. But that's why she came to church because despite the fact that she was a sinner like you and I, despite her broken promises, there is one who never breaks His promise. There is one whose promises never spoil or change or fade. They are as solid as an unchanging rock. The promises of our God. 
And she didn't put her faith in a man-made message. She put her faith in the Word of God. A long litany of promises made and kept. A flawless track record of success. A record of mercy for His people that goes back to the beginning of time in the Garden of Eden. When God promised to those first new sinners, Adam and Eve, that He would send a Savior to crush the serpent's head. Or the children of Israel who wandered in the desert for 40 years, constantly whining and complaining and calling out to Moses and to God, what have you done to us? But then turning back to Him in repentance and God showing mercy yet again. We could go on for hours or be meticulous about all the promises that God has made and kept in the Bible. But the most important one is the one that's found in Christ. The one that says because He took all of our sins, barbs included, upon His shoulders and He nailed them to the cross with them and drugged them into the grave with Him, they are as dead as dead can be. They are gone forever. And that promise of sins forgiven and life eternal is what Barb and what all Christians put our hope and our faith in. And so no, Barb's hope in God's promise was not founded in a baseless or abstract nebulous thing like, oh, you just got to have hope or you just got to have faith that tomorrow will be a better day. We don't know what the next 10 minutes are going to bring. We don't know what tomorrow will bring. No, rather, when Barb took her confirmation vow and she stood in front of a congregation and a pastor put his hand over her head and he read these words, Be faithful even to the point of death and I will give you life as your victor's crown. That's a promise made to her that she put her trust in all the days of her life. And this is what we celebrate today. This is the comfort that we take away and the joy that's found even in the midst of loss, in the midst of pain and sadness. That Barb's wearing that crown right now. That she is with her Lord. She's won the race. She's got the prize. The promise made to her at her baptism is kept. Now the critic might look at the Christian in, uh, in a situation like this and say, are you, are you blind? This morning you took her remains and you put them in the ground. You are here because she's no longer with you. She's, she died unexpectedly before her time, so to speak. What do you mean she has life and she has the victor's crown? We're at a funeral, aren't we? Yes, true, but a Christian views death as nothing more than falling asleep. We have such a confidence because we see this in our Lord Jesus as well. What looks like greater doom, gloom, or a more sure defeat than that? Yet when a Christian looks at that, what do we see? That is the symbol of our hope. That is the symbol of our victory. The Lord Jesus went to the cross with the same faith in God's promise of a resurrection that Barbara had, that you have, that I have. Jesus went confident knowing that in three days, as He had told His disciples many times, 
that in three days that the Lord would raise him from the dead, as the promises of God in the Old Testament foretold about him. No, we don't expect Barb to come back in three days. She's in paradise now with our Lord for all eternity, just as Jesus promised. I can't help but think of the uh, thief on the cross. And there you see the, uh, the rubber hitting the road with the Christian faith, don't you? As he sits there and he's hanging there, dying in the same condition as Jesus is. He's able to look past the crown of thorns causing his head to bleed. He's able to look past the nearly naked man, beaten, bloody, and bruised, nailed to a piece of wood next to him. He's able to look past all that through the eyes of faith there and see the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the author of life, fulfilling His promise to the world. Yes, the Christian has faith in the promises of God even when confronted with what looks like defeat and death. And we gather here today to take away this encouragement and continue to cling to the promises God made and kept. We have the comfort knowing that one day we will sit with our Lord Jesus at His feet next to our sister Barb and all those who have gone before us. She's not floating around out there in some disembodied form watching over us. No, that's God's job. God kept His promise to Barb. She's at His side forever in glory. She will never know again what pain or hunger or sadness or fear or death is ever again. Ever. And one day neither will we when we join her there. And this is the promise of God, the promise that He's made to His people of all time to bring them to Him through Jesus our Savior. He's made that promise to you to me, to Barbara, and today we gather even as we bid farewell to our sister in the faith who has fallen asleep in the Lord. We gather together to praise God for all of His promises made and kept. Amen. We hope that today's meditation on God's Word has enriched you. Divine services are held right here in Bemidji, Minnesota at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Sunday school and adult Bible study is also offered between our Sunday services at 9.15 a.m. Our church services are live-streamed at 8 a.m. on Sunday mornings and are available afterwards on our channel, St. Mark Lutheran Church Bemidji. If you're listening or watching this podcast, you are cordially invited to join us in person next week and every week. This is our fourth year producing this podcast, and there is a large archive of devotional material online available if you want to learn more about God and His Word. Visit www.stmarkbemidji.org or look in the show notes in this podcast for a link to this and many other meditations on God. You can also search for St. Mark Bemidji on YouTube to find our channel. If you have any questions or you would like more information about our church and its ministry, please visit our website, which is once again www.stmarkbemidji.org All scripture readings are taken from the Holy Bible, New International Version, copyright 2011, and are used by permission from Zondervan. 
Meditation's daily devotional is published by Northwestern Publishing House and is also used by permission. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider subscribing and telling a friend. May God bless the rest of your day. salvation free lasting to eternity